man, I miss Glenn. I miss him so much. But Santa, I gotta thank you for, you know, extending this invitation to me and trying to make amends for not only killing millions of people in front of me, but also killing my friend Glenn. It really means a lot to me. Listen, I have no problem at all helping you out. In fact, I cannot leave you on an empty stomach and a mm. dead friend. I, I just have to ha help you with at least two of the things. A dead oh, friend well, and a full stomach. I have thank to you. help. Mm -hmm, you know, I mm -hmm. truly believe in giving people second and even third chances because this is your third chance, of course. Of uh, course. One question. Yes. I thought Santa's beard was white. Not oh. red. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You found me out, didn't you? <gasps> Glenn, you knew. You knew it was me the whole time. Oh God, Glenn, you you got me good. What are you doing? <laughs> I thought you were dead. I happen to be alive. That's a funny thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I guess take over the Santa's role. I think I actually killed him and. He didn't oh. kill me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's so, fun. A little juxtaposition there, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that only means one thing. What does that mean? The following podcast contains spoilers for The Christmas Chronicles Part 2. Oh. You have been warned. No, no, I want an official red undercover and I should do it and get rid of my lay rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho. Oh. Oh. oh my god! Santa here? I know him! Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down! Now! Yes! This Christmas music! It's joyful and triumphant. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, not Santa Claus. And also your host, Miguel Magusto. Howdy doody, my dear friend. Howdy doody for shooty, badooty. I like it when you go Dr. Seuss on me. My my duty. Gotta walk it in my pocket. Oh, be careful now. Yeah. What's going on? How you doing? How's life? I'm I'm all right. I'm comfy cozy. I got these new sweaters. Uh this is going to be a, a stretch, and it's going to take you off kilter for a second here, but I got this uncircumcised sweater now. Um, <laughs> so a uh, turtleneck? It's a turtleneck, yeah. yeah. I, got a, I got a nice, large turtleneck sweater, and I have been just wearing it for three days straight, and I can't get it off my body. So yeah, there's, well, there's that. I'm loving it. I hate sweaters. Oh, I am ashamed to be your I friend. I hate, I hate being hot. I hate being warm. I like being cool to cold constantly uh <laughs> it's, you know it, sometimes when i sleep i like being cozy but for the most part 50 degrees or less is where i'm at uh, yeah. but anyway well, that's not what we're here we're not here to talk about the weather we all know how much i hate talking about the weather uh, weather weather's disgusting what movies have you seen this week uh, i've seen a, a, a gigantic list of movies i'm gonna go i'm gonna try to speed round this mm -hmm. um so we saw on thursday together empire of light which yes. uh, which we could talk about it more but sadly you're gonna have to watch the review for that if you want to mm -hmm. hear about it memory lane that's all we'll say mm -hmm. um and after that i've re-watched the santa claus um Ooh. had somebody over and we were just you know, we're like, fuck it, let's watch the Santa Claus because yeah. I don't remember that movie at all. You know what's funny about that movie? I I like the concept of just like adults not 
believing in Santa or like recognizing that he's real, but kids are like, oh, they, we, they remember everything. Mm -hmm. I do find it weird that murdering Santa makes you Santa, though. So like, I, I was thinking about it. In Santa Claus 2, he has to find a Mrs. Claus, right? So what mm -hmm. if that that last Santa that was killed had a Mrs. Claus? What happens to that Claus? Well, then it's now, just super easy. Well, are you sure? Like, how? That's kind oh, of the, the Santa up. Claus that died. I thought you were talking about like. Yeah, what I happened like to the Mrs. Claus if from the Santa who died? That oh yeah, she burns, maybe she spontaneously combusts. Prob probably they probably explain it in the second one, but I don't know. I had I had that little quarry in my head for a hot minute. It's almost as if those movies are designed for children and not <laughs> meant to be thought about a lot. Fuck those kids! I need answers. <laughs> Um, and then last but not least, I watched The Christmas Chronicles Part 2. Mm -hmm. Mike, what what did you bestow with your eyes? Well, like you, mm -hmm. I also had a Christmas movie-filled week. Uh, unlike you, I'm not batting a thousand. For those of you who don't know baseball <laughs> terms, that means uh, all the movies he watched are Christmas movies. Uh, I watched eight movies, five of which were Christmas movies. Very nice. Uh, so still pretty good numbers. You know, in baseball, that would be good. I don't know why I keep going with this baseball analogy, but here we are. Uh, the first one I watched was what I thought was the best uh, Christmas Carol adaptation ever, The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> uh, I might still think that. I might not. But anyways, I digress. I watched that with my, my boy, my baby <laughs> child. The child. Uh, and uh, we watched that. He thought it was funny, but also thought it was scary at times because it is pretty scary for kids. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's that. Then uh, we watched Empire of Light. Like you said, you're going to have to check out the YouTube video to check out our thoughts here, what we thought about that. But Memory Lane is indeed something that comes to mind. Uh, then for the 1001 movies you must see before you die, Cinema Bucket List for the February episode, I watched A Separation, which is an Iranian film. Iranian? Uh, Iranian? I know the country is, I, the country is Iran. I don't mm. know if... Iranian is technically incorrect because of that. I don't know if it'd be Iranian, but you know, who knows? I digress. Uh, they this know. movie was uh, this one best uh, foreign language film in the 2012 Oscars. Uh, it is about a married couple who gets divorced uh, because the woman wants to move out of Iran uh, for reasons that people who don't live in Iran know. Uh, mm -hmm. and probably do live in Iran as well, but they're not allowed to say because of their government. Uh, this podcast is probably banned there anyway, so I don't <laughs> really care about talking yeah, screw about it. it. Um, but yeah, so it's, uh, we're not important enough to be banned. Who am I kidding? <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. It's it kind of follows this, this married couple as they get divorced. Uh, the father gets caught up in his own legal things because he, Pushes a woman who was pregnant because uh, she abused his father and like what he was trying to get her out of the house and she happened to fall. She had a miscarriage and everything. So she, he's charged with murder mm -hmm. uh, because of that. And it's very interesting seeing like the Iranian uh, legal system and everything. A fantastic film. I can't talk highly about it enough. People should really check it out. Uh, but if you want to find out more of my thoughts, watch the February edition of Cinema Bucket List. Then, with my boy, my son, my baby child, uh, we watched a Christmas, a sorry, a Charlie Brown Christmas, a uh, short film, of course, Charlie Brown, everyone loves it, everyone hates mm -hmm, it, everyone mm -hmm. has seen it. That's not true. None of those Once things Once upon are true. a time. A lot of people like it, though. I like it a lot. Uh, but yeah, Charlie Brown. Then, with my boy, my baby child, oh. uh, 
We watched Arthur Christmas, which is a Christmas movie from 2011 with James McAvoy, uh, uh, Hugh Laurie, Bill Nye, Jim Broadbent, uh, and many others. Animated, of course, uh, it is about uh, Santa Claus and his two sons, uh, one of which is really into Christmas, the other one's just into gadgets and shit. And uh, the one who's into gadgets and shit is in next in line to be Santa. And uh, the one who really likes Christmas is not. And it's kind of like his journey uh, doing that. It's really cool. Really, uh, it's a really fun Christmas movie, I thought. You know, uh, wasn't expecting much from it and got a lot in return. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, without my baby boy, my child, uh, no. I watched the 2019 adaptation with uh, Guy Pierce, Andy Serkis, Stephen Graham, Joe Alwyn of A Christmas Carol. Uh, remember, remember when I said that the Muppet Christmas Carol was the best adaptation mm-hmm. was being the key word, uh, to be clear, I still think it is the best adaptation, but this one is dark. There's cursing in it. Uh, there's like Ebenezer Scrooge is much more than just a Scrooge. He's like a legitimately horrible person, not just someone who says bad shit, but is secretly kind. Um, it's really it's it's hard to explain. It's a you had it's me a, at dark. No need to explain. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mini series uh, that was turned into a movie. Uh, it's like almost three hours long, but it went by really fast. My only complaint is that they spend a lot of it on the Ghost of Christmas Past, which is played by Andy Serkis, and then kind of rush the Christmas present, and Christmas future. But it's fine. Like it's not a huge deal. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It's it, that's my one qualm with it, uh, but it's still fantastic. Uh, kind of getting mixed reviews on Letterbox and everywhere else I've seen, but I think people should check it out and think for themselves. Uh, but go in knowing it's going to be dark and not your normal Christmas Carol story. Then me and Papa Hicks, my my father, uh, we went to go see White Noise, which is uh, Noah Baumbach's latest movie with. Um, uh, uh, Adam Driver, Greta Gerwig, uh, Raffi Cassidy, Sam Nivola, May Nivola, uh, Don Cheadle, he's in that too, uh, Joni Turner-Smith, Andre 3000's in there for a bit, uh, and this is a super bonkers movie. Oh, yeah? Emphasis on bonkers, um, <laughs> where it's, uh, this family, uh, deal in, I believe it's like the 80s, the early 80s, they're dealing with a uh, uh, kind of a, a chemical leak in their town and they're trying to evacuate and it's a really dry comedy. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really like this movie, but a lot of people really, really, really hate this movie. So I feel okay. like it's going to be one of those that you're either going to love or you're going to hate. Uh, and I'm kind of curious to see what you think, Glenn. It is a Netflix movie, so it should come on Netflix at some point. Oh, perfect. But right now, right now it's just in theaters. Adam Driver is probably his least Adam Driver person. The whole thing, I will only say this so people go on knowing exactly what to expect. The entire thing is about humans, is how about humans are stupid animals who think they're smart. That is the entire theme. If you yeah. go in with that in mind, you're going to not care that things don't really make sense because the whole entire thing is that humans are stupid and uh, think they're smart but aren't. So, like, the dialogue is purposefully confusing. Yeah, uh, and you the the term white noise where you're just throwing a bunch of information, people talking over each other, and everything. Um, fantastic film. I really I I understand why people hate it. 
but I really liked it. And this is one of the movies we were going to watch last week, too. Yeah, yeah. I, if you go see it, I want to go with you. So if you, uh, if not, you could just wait for Netflix. But uh, mm-hmm. if you go to see it in theaters, I'll go with you. Okay. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Then I watched Christmas Chronicles Part 2, which we're going to get into right now. Welcome to the North Pole. Santa! <laughs> Kate Pierce. How did you get here? You and Jack are supposed to be on vacation with your family. Our shuttle fell into this wormhole. Have a nice trip. Aren't you Mrs. Claus? Uh-huh. Ah! What is that thing? Use an F. You're in Santa's village, the real one. Wow, this is incredible. We have over 300,000 shops in the village. Whoa. Everyone designed by Mrs. Claus. <laughs> She designed this place. I think it should be called Mrs. Claus's Village. Me too. Well, I never thought of that. Of course you didn't. Kate Pierce, now a cynical teen, is unexpectedly reunited. Whoa, what was that word? Unexpectedly reunited with Santa Claus when a mysterious troublemaker threatens to cancel Christmas. Forever. I like the dash forever there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Directed by Chris Columbus, written by Chris Columbus, based on the characters by David Guggenheim and Matt Lieberman. Uh, stars Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn, Darby Camp, Julian Dennison, uh, J- uh, Jazir Bruno, uh, Tyree <laughs> Gibson's in there, Sonny Solchik is in there for a minute, Judah Lewis, Kimberly Williams uh Paisley. Oh shit, Malcolm McDowell's in there. I didn't even know. Yep. Patrick Gallagher's oh, in there. You I didn't, didn't tell when he popped up? Uh, no, I, I I knew the voice was familiar, but I couldn't yeah. pinpoint where. Uh, Peter Gallagher is in there, of course. Uh, he's a character actor who's in a lot of uh, cool things. Uh, most notably, I believe he's Genghis Khan in Knights of the uh, Night at the Museum. So, oh, sorry, A Tale of the Hun. That was, mm. uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, streaming roulette picked this, or rather, it was one of the three that was picked, and then we picked it. I'm just trying to go back to Christmas Chronicle. Gosh darn it, you some some son of a witch. Uh, yeah. And the main reason we picked this is uh, one of our first episodes, one of, uh, I think, like the first year or maybe the second year we did this podcast, we watched the first Christmas Chronicles. I'm fairly and, sure it was the first. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I'm just not 100% sure. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and mm. for the most part, we liked it. I don't yeah. think it made it onto the shelf. Uh, I don't think it did either, but it, we, I think it was good for what it was, I think we yeah. said. But it, yeah. It, it, overall, it was just like, eh. Yeah. Uh, but I really wasn't really expecting. I didn't like the first one enough to really care about this one when it came out, which is why I hadn't w- watched it. Uh, and that kind of stuck. You know, it's it's it felt cheesier than the first one. I don't remember the first one very much, but I don't remember rolling my eyes as much as I did with this one. <laughs> I think I honestly... The first one is so far out of my memory that Same. it's it's that I think this one was probably better than the first one, mainly because I just don't remember shit about the first one. It's possible. I, and, I just don't remember either. And I do remember pieces of this one because in 2020, I remember going to my grandparents for like just like a like a Saturday before Christmas or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we were all just kind of watching this i wasn't really paying attention to it but we were all kind of just chilling and watching this in the background so like i remember this more just from watching it in the background than i do remember it like the first one at all 
which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the first thing that I, I really noticed about this, uh, I've always been a fan of Julian Dennison ever since we saw him in uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm-hmm. But that first scene he's in in this, it really, like, even though the, the subject matter is kind of goofy and whatever, yeah. uh, and it, it's it's mostly poorly written, uh, there are some moments that are fine, but for the most part, it's like, uh, this is a family movie. They're not trying too hard with the, the writing here. Uh, but Julian Dennison really, even from the last thing I saw him in was uh, Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really upped his acting chops since then. You know, yeah. there were like real tears that were there. Uh, I believed his pain and his sadness uh, in the first scene, at least. And then, you know, the writing kind of gets worse from there. Uh, but it, it really kind of hooked me from the first uh five ten minutes and then you know the second that they went to the beach where kate was yeah. i lost interest immediately <laughs> it it gets hokey really fast yeah it gets hallmark movie-esque real fast yeah uh like yeah. i don't what's crazy i don't remember almost any of these characters at all like that's how much of an imprint they really left on me so yeah. i was like who the fuck is that i remember kurt russell santa that's it i remember and that's yep. just because I remember him being a slightly badass Santa, mm-hmm. like pushing it's, the envelope enough for a family movie, but not to too this much. Day. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't remember any of these characters at all. So like I was in Cancun and I was like, why the fuck are we in Cancun? And then there's Tyrese Gibson. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Was he Tyrese in the Gibson? first one? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't, I've I've drawn so many blanks. If If he wasn't in the first one, he definitely... Uh, was in this f- for like he was doing a favor for a friend uh like that's the only reason if he was i'm looking up if he was in the first he was I, not in I the first too. one yeah he's not in the first one so he did a favor for a friend in this he is uh i mean he's not like the most talented actor he's good but he's not the most talented mm-hmm. uh but he's still bigger than his part in this would suggest uh, so I think that he definitely did a favor for a friend of course i'm just speculating i could be completely wrong about that um, but it's just, it's like I'm just trying to f- figure out where his character even comes in. Was, well, his mom was, was his, his mom was single in the, or sorry, Kate's mom was single in the first one. Yeah. Uh, the dad had died and, uh, I guess, you know, they just were like, Hey, she's in, going to be engaged soon now. Um, and and that's that you know there's there's they they really jump into the introduction of his character yeah uh and, and uh you know kind of get into the teenage angst real quick and yeah it just it's just it's jarring <laughs> the entire beginning of the film is jarring uh like she's that little girl is very pissed off that she's in cancun hey hey w- w- uh when i was 14 mm-hmm. my family uh spent christmas in california with my mom's side of the family Mm-hmm. And I was just as mad at being in a warm climate during Christmas as she was. So I get it's, that part. No, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you got to be cold during Christmas. Like, the fuck but, uh, is all this but warmth I'm sitting and here, comfort? I'm like, man, I would love to go to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> Cancun would be uh, fucking yeah. sick, man. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they the teenage angst is strong uh, to the point where it's just kind of badly written which is weird because christopher columbus christopher columbus not fuck that guy chris columbus got Mm -hmm. a distinct from the two uh differentiate from the two uh he's not like the greatest writer but he's better than this movie 
would would suggest. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, the whole if I were a parent, I don't care how horny I am, how how much I want to let my uh, you know get my rocks off with my spouse or whatever. Of course, yeah. I would not let my kids go to a slumber party with a bunch of strange children in, in a foreign country. Yep. In any any country that like yep. even if like another state just, you know, to go bang without mm. any guilt or whatever. It's <laughs> Because you know that's what they were doing. You know, um, seeing those minds, you know, that's what they were doing. <laughs> but it, it's just like, and I, I know, I, it's a movie where Santa is real. I get mm-hmm. that. I know that it's not supposed to be realistic. But can we at least have some, like, decent parents who don't, like, are are not indifferent to the, the, the future of their kids? I'm also like confused by that because they... The little girl was complaining, right? That, mm-hmm. that the the mom wasn't going to spend Christmas with obviously her and the the brother and and Jack and all that. Yeah. Um because this Mayan thing was like an overnight uh Jonsky. Yeah. But like then she goes uh to the North Pole, right? And then it's 3 days before Christmas. It's not even like the day like Christmas Eve or anything. Mhm. That's a that's that's a that's a weekend getaway at the mines. That's not. It's almost <laughs> as if this is a flawed film. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's it, it just it's kind of just all over the place. Which in a stupid movie, you have to have some realism to ground yourself in. Mm-hmm. Uh, like th- there's got to be something to hold on to where you're like oh yeah that seems familiar but yeah none of this is familiar my family was never rich enough to go to cancun on christmas i'm glad that they never went to cancun for christmas i was mad when we visited my lovely california family i love my california family the only reason i hated that trip is because i hate uh christmas has got to be cold can't be warm it's got to be cold i know that is you know completely negating most of africa actually all of africa uh, all of South America uh, and Australia, where it's summer during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, it, it kind of. It's just a weird movie until they get to the uh, the North Pole and then it kind of it's still weird, but it's like goofy weird where, you know, they, they have this entire Santa's village uh, with the elves and everything that run anything, they got they got their own movie theater that plays like ten different movies a day, and they change the marquee every single time. It's yeah, wonderful. It's it's a weird movie, like at that point, but that's where it should be weird. Yeah, like not yeah. not in the whole before, like the first half hour should have moved along a little bit faster than that to get to the part where where it does get weird on like where it should be. Yeah, um, because this movie was two hours, honestly. Hour too hour, long. Yeah, hour and a half, hour forty-five. Uh, just kind of skip along that little beginning. But and mm-hmm. then again, the the last like eleven to twelve minutes is all credits, so that's kind of yeah. why it's fifty-two. But still, like uh, that that first part should have moved along. The rest, yeah. for the most part, was it was hokey, but it was like fine for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like it it was genuinely. Like, I didn't get bored or anything like that. Uh, I do want to say, however, I had forgotten that Sonny Soljic was in this, and that was a jump scare. Like, I, <laughs> like I actually was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> where, did, where did he come from? That oh, was shit, honestly, that's right. That was honestly a very sweet moment in the film. Oh, you know, yeah. they, they, they get sent back in time 
uh, to uh, Boston in 1990, I want to say. It was definitely the 90s. I, want to, it was I don't know the exact 80, year. 80 something. I thought it was 90. I could have sworn it was 80 something. Well, one of us Boston. is wrong. One of us, how dare. Smack on the wrist. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they, they go to, uh, you know, they're sent back in time by uh, Be- <laughs> Bell's Nickel, which is a weird name, Julian Dennison's character. Uh, of course, it's an elf name, so it's got to be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they're at Logan Airport in Boston, and Kate runs into uh, Sonny Soltrick's character, which is Doug, which is her dad. And then Doug they have Pierce. this really sweet, tender moment. And mm-hmm. that was honestly the best part of the film. It's like, oh, she gets to, she's, even from the first movie, she's been like missing her dad, and she gets to see him uh, at a time where uh, she didn't. What's so, What's funny about that scene is it is it feels like santa doesn't know what the fuck is going on like he doesn't know who that is and he's like yeah doug pierce and then he just keeps doing what he's doing yeah and then for a moment there it feels like he set that up but there was no way he possibly could have set that up on his like because uh well i mean he's santa claus he knows who everyone yeah. is Be- uh bell's nickel bell's snickel whatever that fucking kid um <laughs> yeah like how he, did he know he's the one who sent her or them yeah. to to the 1980 uh the airport where this kid just happens to be mm-hmm. and like uh santa's like yeah that's that's doug doug pierce and then he keeps con- but i'm con- kate pierce but <laughs> holy shit <laughs> are you from uh massataw wishachusetts yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone knows the famous city in wessachusetts no, massataw wissachusetts massataw wissachusetts <laughs> um but it, it would have been genuinely really cool if he did, because that was kind of what was the, her wish to kind of get away from her family. But it, it would have been cool. And it, it kind of ended up still being cool that she ended up kind of getting her wish to see her dad again. Yeah. Uh, let it be known that he was like 14 years old, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Still got to see her dad again and be with, you know, the one person she really wanted to see more than anybody that yeah. time of year. So that was that was that was pretty cool. If it, like it made me confused of how that was set up. Like it felt like Santa knew it was happening, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. I mean, it, I just chalked that up to it was plot, cool plot moment convenience. Yeah, it was a cool moment. Um, the uh, I I kind of love the the beginning where Julian just yeets these two into the North Pole oh, with yeah. with uh, Cancun appropriate clothes on. Yeah, uh, not knowing for certain. If Santa's going to retrieve them in time, so he mm-hmm. essentially just yeets them to their death, and of uh, just kind of gets lucky. I when he did that, I was just like, they're gonna fucking die. I mean, they're not gonna die because it's a kids movie, but like, they're gonna die. They're gonna it die. It just so happens to be that Santa was hunting a winter cat. Yeah, whatever the hell it was, I forget what it was called, jo- but Jolulu or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know, but. uh yeah, they did get very lucky because they were in shorts and a t-shirt yeah. and just vibing in the snow. Mm-hmm. By vibing, I mean slowly dying. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's just, a vibe. You know that way. Julian Dennison's a bad apple because he has fingerless gloves. You know, yeah. the second the second you cut those gloves off, you become a bad apple. You're just mm-hmm. a, a trouble waiting to happen. Uh, but my favorite character in this by far is, uh, I hated him at first, but he grew on me. It was Jack. Yeah, uh, the stepbrother type character to Kate. Uh, he's like this little kid who uh, gets to see Santa for the first time, and he's just so stoked about everything. And he has like a little hero moment towards the end where he's 
like running through explosions with a Nerf gun trying to <laughs> trying to hit something with a little crossbow. Yeah, and he also breaks the fourth wall as well. Yeah. Where uh uh she uh Mrs. Claus says like don't worry if you uh lose a finger or toe cuz I'm good at reattaching them or whatever or something like that. And he just looks at the camera. I I died at that part. I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh he was by far my favorite character even though he was a little bit annoying at the same time. Honestly, him and Mrs. Claus were to me were the best parts of the whole thing. Yeah. Obviously, obviously Kurt was great, mm-hmm. but you know, he was in a lot of the most campy parts of it. Yeah. This was um, Goldie's time to shine. This was definitely it, she was a great addition. Uh, obviously she was in the last one, but she was in it for like maybe a minute, if mm-hmm. that. But uh it was, she was a great addition for this. She was a little, you know, the character is campy. It's a kids movie. You can only ask for so much, but she I think she was great too. Um, mm-hmm. especially interacting with Jack and trying to make him like to be, you know, a bravado, get him out there and yeah. do his thing. Cause he could do it by Christmas yeah. spirit. God damn it. Go kill some elves. <laughs> yeah. With and I, I also like how she was completely willing to blow up the reindeer and, and Santa yeah. for, for the sake of peace. Uh, but it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's a family movie. Uh, I remember, I'm only I only remember my feeling after the first one, but I remember being slightly pleased after the first one. And maybe mm-hmm. it's because I had some expectation for this, but I was more disappointed watching this one than I remember be being uh, after the first one. Uh, but it did have like a lot of cool details, specifically when they go back in time to the 90s and she tries to buy batteries with a uh, a new twenty dollar bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman uh at at the register says that this looks like monopoly money <laughs> yeah what is this monopoly yeah, money uh, 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 like money is i remember when the fir- uh, the new 20s came out like the current 20s because mm-hmm. they used to like all u.s dollars used to just be like they say it's green but it was really just like beige and gray yeah kind of mixed together and that was like the one, the five, the ten, the twenty, the fifty, etc. And just recently they added color and i remember the first time i got a $20 bill and a $10 bill, which were released the same year, I think, uh, I thought they were counterfeit. And I was like, I, I called uh, Pete, <laughs> our, the manager over. I was like, is this real? Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's the new money. I was like, okay. What as is long this as you say is good. Yeah. Uh, but I, when I laughed at that detail, because it, it's just something you don't really think about. Like, if you did have modern money, mm-hmm. it would look very counterfeit if you went back in time. So... And the same goes for, like, when I worked at a bank, I got a, a, a $5 bill from 1935, and that shit looked fake as fuck, yeah. but uh, I was just told to take it because they have, like, a, a program where you send it to get it replaced and everything. Um, <laughs> All right. And also, it's only a $5 bill. Who the fuck counterfeits $5 bills? Yeah. Well, that's when you uh, least 1930s counterfeiters, that's who. <laughs> when the $5 actually did, did anything. <laughs> um. But yeah, like you said, like um, now I I think I like this a little bit more than you did. But I mean, I feel like it was at the same time on the same level. Like I felt like when I watched this movie, like I I did walk away with like a little bit of like, oh, that was that was cool. That was that was all right. It wasn't bad. You know, it could have been worse. I feel like both both of the movies made me made me feel like that way. and yeah, I don't know. There's not entirely too much to say about it. This is it's it's what you're asking for from a, a you know a holiday kids Santa movie with Russell Crowe and Goldie Hawn. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is. You know, it's it's 
I'm glad that they actually built the set for Santa's Village. You know, it could have been so easy to go the Marvel route and just CGI that entire thing. Yeah. Uh, and, but they actually built, like, the facades and everything. That was really cool. I uh, also love that the final movie on the marquee at the Santa's Village movie theater was Bad Santa. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen Bad Santa all the way through, but I just love Seriously? that they would. Yeah, I, I've just, it's never appealed to me. I, I want to see it, but it's just not one I've gone out of my way to see. Yeah. Um, and I've never had the opportunity, but uh, I just love that they had that because I know it's not a kids movie, yeah. Uh, and and they had that reference in a kids movie, which was you know a nice nod for the adults watching this with their chitlins, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a thirty three year old man by himself in his uh, shrine of a movie room, uh, just being reminded that he's wasted his entire life. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. all I gotta say. <laughs> um. But yeah, I kind of, weirdly enough, I kind of hope they kind of keep this, like, at least a trilogy. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, like, it it is what it is. If this were, like, trying to be anything more than what it is, Mm -hmm. I'd probably be more angry about it. But it's just trying to be fun family entertainment. Uh, It succeeds at that. It's got impressive sets. Uh, the writing's honestly the worst part, but, you know, it's a Christmas movie. I'm not going to bah humbug it. Uh, mm-hmm. Will I ever watch this again? Probably not. I didn't even rewatch the first one to re- prepare for this one. So, yeah. Uh, I'm watching the trailer back a little bit and the part where the Malcolm McDowell elf comes in. Like, I was kind of cross-eyed, but it looked pretty much just like him. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'd, I'd have to look at it again. <laughs> it freaked me out. <laughs> Definitely from uh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, where they only pronounce the R's mm-hmm. in words. So instead of pock the car, they say art the art. That was a bad like, joke. How do you I'm really feel sorry. About that, one? that was bad. <laughs> What's even more embarrassing is I thought about that when you first said Massachusetts, yeah. Massachusetts and I decided not to say I'm it. So I should have stayed and not saying it. On the execution. <laughs> <laughs> uh, art the car, art and art. Uh, oh my God! Why am I still you leaning like into your that? Tongue just got chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> so that does it for the review for the Christmas Chronicles Part Two. That brings us to the judgment. As always, it needs to be unanimous decision whether or not it goes to the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. This was streaming roulette. So uh, odds or evens? Uh, even. Okay, you get to go first then. Perfect. Um, yes. Does so, it go on the shelf? Uh. I don't think it goes on the normal shelf. I've said this a few times for the past couple of movies. I don't think this goes, uh, at least Santa Jaws. Uh, I don't think this goes on the normal shelf, but I already did put it on uh, like a Christmas list uh, that I made on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one and the first one. Uh, so, you know, it's it's good family fun. Like when I watched it yeah. with my family, I mean, we were enjoying it. We were hanging out. My grandmother was like, what in the hell's going on? Except for she's a good Christian woman. And she said, damn that devil. Uh, <laughs> save me jesus Dang, save me please uh no it's it's good family fun i mean it's is it for me no i'm not gonna watch it by myself but i'll i'd watch it with my family again no problem yeah. willy-nilly yeah so yeah so yeah i i'd agree uh it's it's a christmas movie not all christmas movies are great but they do kind of put you in the mood uh the christmas spirit if you will mm-hmm. uh to to give santa's reindeer the magic to fly uh, so I'm not going to put this on the list either, but you know, I don't hate it. It's, it mm. is what it is. It's there. It exists. And I'm not mad that it exists. 
Yeah. Uh, so the Christmas Chronicles Part Two does not go on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Uh, that was it for our 2022 podcast year, I guess. Not too shabby. All right, so we're going to be taking a few weeks off, and uh, then we will be back on January 16th with a new episode. It is my turn to pick a movie. And oh. for 2023, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been kind of compiling a list of movies I would like to discuss on this podcast. Uh, and instead of just picking them at random, uh, I'm going to have Glenn pick them at random. So oh. Glenn, pick a number between one and 10. Three. Three. Okay. So we are going to watch, uh, Bong Joon-ho's The Host. Oh, all right. Yeah. Have you seen that? Uh, da, 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 but yes. You have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kim, formaldehyde, dirty formaldehyde. Pour him into the sink. So that is going to be on, uh, it says possibly Prime on Magnolia Select's channel. So it might be on Amazon Prime. It's definitely going to be on Pluto. But the host, uh, a monster emerges from Seoul's Han River and begins attacking people. One victim's loving family does what it can to rescue her from its clutches. Uh, directed by Bong Joon-ho, written by Bong Joon-ho, uh, ha Wong Jun and Baek Chul Hyung, uh, starring Song Kang-ho, Byung Hee Bong, uh, Park Ha-il and uh, Bay Duna. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, uh, but I hope it is pronounced that way. Um, so yeah, this is a this is the first South Korean film that I ever watched that I can remember at least. Uh, it was my introduction into the great uh, culture of Korean cinema and jump started a crazy infatuation with Bong Joon-ho and uh, uh, others like him. So, I'll let January... you all on a little secret. Mike told me to watch this movie as well. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're going to start off 2023 with a movie we've both already seen, The Host, available on Pluto, possibly Amazon Prime as well. Uh, mm -hmm. That will be coming out January 16th. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Keystone Film Review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next year when we mm -hmm. watch The Host. Happy holidays, everyone, and happy new year. Uh, stay safe out there. And stay warm and cuddly. Yes, or cold if you like being cold like I do. Yeah, and maybe go kiss somebody with... with um, Consent. With consent, yeah. Yes, we don't want any uh, uh, HR violations. Yeah, put on some chapstick, too, if, if they do say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, yeah. Uh, it depends. You know, feel out the 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 whole scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Leave them your scarf too. Give them your coat if they're cold. I mean, honestly, just give them your wallet too. Yeah. And with that, have Goodbye, a happy everybody. new year, guys. Bye bye. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs>